Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, dude, those videos we were watching before, though, I'm still like getting goosebumps uh, oh, from the last man, couple of them. Like, you can, you, I could see, I could see when you were watching. It was the uh, which one hit me the hardest though? I think it was that All Might one, right? I think I, it my, was that. My legs got goosebumps first. It started from the feet up. Uh. Are you ready to talk about some of your favorites? Because I know we went through a couple of videos, but I didn't know if you had any. I will because I've been looking for it and I can't find just that part in a clip like I like you can with the All Might thing. Yeah, or, or, the, or that yeah. reverse harem sexy jutsu thing. Yeah, it worked. Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. Welcome to and Andy and Matt with Matt and Andy. Fuck that up, bro. <laughs> Wasn't me this time. Excuse him. Let me do it right. Hey, welcome to Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. That's Matt. I'm Andy. He got it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I had, I'm I, the one who screws it up. I wanted to screw it up for once. Well, you need to at least and say Technically, something. I said it correct because it is Andy and Matt with Matt and Andy. No, it's also, not. It's <laughs> Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. So my name always gets to be first? Yes. That was Tyler's executive decision. Oh, I see. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, your name is first on the second half. Yeah. Just it's not as important. Why not? Because it's not like it's like the uh, you know, when you like read a book and it's like the legend of blah, blah, blah. And then it's like his friend, Andy. <laughs> That's, you know, <laughs> this is the Matt show with his co-host. Oh, Ooh. fuck. I'm the co-host. That, does that mean that I'm Batman and you're Robin? <laughs> no, you're like Space Ghost and I'm um, Zorak. Zorak. Yeah, I don't move that much because it costs Cartoon Network $42 to animate me every time I turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to cost them money. No, I we they appreciate that, but you actually do. You you know yeah, what? I'm very animated. This is a hard job. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So today, guys, um, we're gonna be talking about uh, moments in anime. For the most part, I'm sure there might be some stuff we'll bring up about video games or other pop culture, but basically, moments in fiction. How about that? Moments in fiction. Uh, video that games gave us are fiction. Yeah. Yes. General, shut up. <laughs> Moments in fiction, including video games. Comics. I, 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 that, I, I'm not doing it. We're going home. No, we're, yeah. Ra nope, wrap it up. We're going home. Camp. Done. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, done with you already. Why? Come on. It's like 10 in the morning. I know. <laughs> and I just finished my coffee. I haven't even had a second one, and you're already annoying me. You should have a soda. You know, I still find it like... There's no caffeine. Yeah, there is no caffeine in Sprite. But cause for concern that, like, it was... So he started drinking that soda before 9 a.m. No, I And didn't. his argument... Yes, you did. You got it at 8.40. <laughs> no, I and didn't. And his argument was, hey, at least it's not uh, a dark I, soda. He, he got the first part wrong. How can you trust any of the other parts? You got... Dude, I even said, I went, Matt, it's 20 to 9, and you're having a Sprite? And he went... Yeah, <laughs> you know, better than milk. And I went, no, milk is a morning drink. And he said, well, there's not enough milk left in the fridge, so I'm having a Sprite. And I was like, why don't you drink a water? I don't want to. And he's like, fish I, pee I don't want to finish off his milk. So why didn't you do? No, fuck it. Anyway, Matt, tell me. I, I had most of it already. They can find us in places. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us here on YouTube. It's good to be seen by you, by the way. How yeah. you doing? Stop looking at me. I'm not looking at you. No, them. <laughs> What, did you just really, minimum listen put the listen you, who gives you, you a shit we're listen not doing to us anything on spotify cool up here or minimize the fucking screen what, we we do cool stuff what do we do that's visually interesting on this specific podcast don't you pull out your fucking momoto book oh. put it down <laughs> no pull it out no don't pull it out <laughs> matthew <laughs> i have only two one word for you rush shield oh is that what that looks like Oh, yeah, it was a door. Show the camera. My book. Oh. At least he didn't burn it. <laughs> Matt just fades from existence like, I thought he was joking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh, it came back. You know what? Honestly, I enchanted it. I wouldn't Thank even you. be sad. Like, I'd be sad that you were, like, gone if I burned your book. But the fucking fact that you could shoot lightning this entire time and you never said anything... Oh, God, I'd be so mad. I'd figure out how to get to the Momomoto World Star so I could kick your ass. Dude, if I could shoot lightning and you knew it, I could shoot lightning and it was caused by someone saying a specific word, you would use it all the time. Would you let me, like, like be the guy who holds your Momoto book? Again, I think you'd use it all the time. Uh, the, the, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'd only My use partner. it for good. Um, Maybe. Maybe. Thank you, T-Money. 
Um, Maybe. So yeah, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, FetLife, Tinder, Views, Verve, Epics Now, Netflix, Hulu, Crunchyroll, Spotify, Peacock, Funimation. Um, I'll, I'll do this one. Um, but yeah, we've got a we got a social page for each one of the podcasts. Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. Let's try something new, and then the gas station with white t shirt and T money. Um, what else we got going on? I think that's roughly about it. Well, right now we are actually here to talk about. Oh wait, forgot one thing, buddy. Hey, Kevin. He's touching me. Kevin, is your mic on? Yeah. What's up? What's uh, Matt's fet life profile this week? Oh. Um, my shoulder's dislocated now. Pop Uh, it back in. You good? Thank you. Bing, bing, dingling. What? One, two, three. There's a cat on that sword. Bing, bing, dingling. One, two, three. Thank God it's plastic and not an actual sword. Yeah. What if she just like picked it up, started fucking trying to kill all of us? That would be, we would need to keep the camera rolling. Yeah, no, 100%, because no one would ever believe us. All right, so you guys heard it here and now, bing, bing, diggling on FetLife. That's Matt's profile of the week. Hooray. I have a new profile every week. If you find me on Tinder, we'll mention you on the show. We'll give you a shout out. Oh, man, now there are going to be all kinds of people looking for you. I feel like if our show is more popular, my Tinder would start exploding as soon as this episode came out. But like, can you imagine like it's just literally everybody trying to find me on Tinder to get a shout out on the show? We I actually, would be so heartbroken. We actually also put him on Grinder, but he doesn't know yet. Oh, shit. Now I have two Grinder profiles. Yeah, I guess oh, so. Dude, gay guys give the I'm not going to Tyler will get mad if I keep talking. <laughs> oh, true. Gay guys give the best head, man. Like Grinder's where it's at. And they're just so giving. And then they want to watch football and eat pizza. Like, it's... Oh, man. Maybe I should just be gay now. Hey, Matt. I am... I want to put it... Make make sure everyone knows that I am not gay. Yet. Nothing against them. Yet. I... What? You're not gay yet. Can, can, can we talk about what we're here to talk about? I'm please? here to talk I about... I always have to fight you on this. <laughs> I'm like, here... every single episode. I'm here to talk and, about and getting don't into understand sweet, why. sweet starfish ears. You what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, you know what? Never mind. You wipe back to front. I don't want none of that. Are you done? Yeah, I think for now. I'm sure I'll get something else to come come up later. Okay, so <laughs> what we're trying to talk about right now are moments in anime that, that make people that give people goosebumps. <laughs> that, that 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 cat is attacking my soda. Yeah, she also knows. Yeah, she that, also that, knows it's a bad sprite. idea for you to be drinking a soda this early in the morning and not having had any water in the last five days. It's an adorable little kitten that jumped onto our onto our table here. Yeah, <laughs> and, <then laughs> and almost ate shit getting <laughs> off of it. Oh gosh! All right, so yeah, so moments in anime that give you goosebumps, and like, um, or pop. Well, we're gonna say moments in fiction now, uh, just in case we come up with anything else. Because I just realized I might want to talk about Reach. Um, so like, yeah, anytime you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like the Big Bang fight, but like anytime there's like a big goosebump moment in um, in anime, and I'm gonna just shoot one out there that's not like a big fight one or like some crazy like superhero shit. Because I know you don't really watch slice of life anime because you hate them. Um, but one of my personal favorites, and this still gives me goosebumps whenever I think about it. And for those of you who know, you're going to like instantly Vietnam flashback trigger to like 90% of this anime when I talk about it. But your lie in April is a fucking heartbreaking anime. And like, so it's like a slice of life and it's a little bit, it's about music and it's a little bit romancy. Hold on. I'm going to hit this, uh, ASMR real quick. He's making noise. He's making bubbles with his mouth. To anyone who's interested. So, um, it does romance, but like the right way. Cause they're, they're young. They're like middle schoolers. Right. So it's like a cute, like young kids, you know, in love for the first time kind of thing. And basically, um, spoiler alert. <coughs> if you haven't seen it, just skip two minutes ahead, five minutes ahead or something. Um, the, the main character, right? He is a piano prodigy, but when he was younger, um, his mother got like sick and she was worried that she wouldn't be around to see him succeed. And my peak is dead. Tyler, could you plug that in? Please. <coughs> <Thank you. coughs> I love it. Yeah, please. Um, but she basically ends up like abusing him, like physically, emotionally. And then she dies. Like his mother dies because she's sick. Mm-hmm. He gets like the worst form of PTSD that an eight year old can get. And he still plays the piano because he knows how. 
but he can't hear it anymore. What is that? Uh, it's for when, when the train put it on. It's like a docking charging. Oh, okay. Um, he can't hear the music anymore. Like, absolutely can't hear it. To him, it sounds like he's playing underwater, right? Uh-huh. He meets this girl who plays violin. She, but she doesn't like. She plays it like. Isn't a, it like a keyboard? Like well, the first time mouth? he meets her, she's playing that keyboard with the Kevin. What's that thing called? The keyboard that you blow into. Oh, a melodium. A melodium. Yeah. yeah so yeah, she's playing a melodium in the park for some kids, right? And like they meet, and it's funny, blah blah blah. But she actually plays like top tier level violin, but she doesn't play to like the strict concert rules that you find present in Japan. Because that's where they're there in Japan. And when you play musical instruments in Japan, you usually play like for, specifically for and like that. for a fucking reason. So it's very like strict and like very focused and practiced over there. But she's like, I just want to play with my heart. And he like immediately falls for her because he's never seen someone so carefree in his life. Right. They, they usually play with an accompaniment. So a violin usually plays with an accompaniment of a piano. So she's like, hey, I need an accompanist. Can you help me? And he's like, I can't literally like I can't. I can't hear music. She's like, well, fuck you. You're doing it anyway. <laughs> so she bothers him and bothers him and makes him practice. And eventually he starts to hear the music again. Really? Yeah. Like over time playing with her, like he finds his love of music again. Not, you know, he starts like finally dealing with like his mother's death and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. But she's sick and she doesn't let anybody know it. She has like terminal cancer. It's like some crazy thing that she's not going to make it out of. Right. Mm -hmm. So occasionally she just randomly gets sick, ends up in the hospital for a while. He goes and visits her back in, back out, blah, 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 blah. Finally, they're going to do this like big piece together. They've been working on it for months. He's finally back in the piano. Dot, da, dot, da, dot, da, da, da. She gets sick right before. And then she dies. That's really sad. And he is fucking heartbroken. But he cherishes this person so goddamn much because she gave him back music. And it's like, oh, God, I'm going to fucking cry just thinking about it. It's just like the most pure, like, that's what love is to the extent of like, not even a romanticism, just like, and it's just so pure and good. And it just like every time, even though it ends that way, I probably watched this anime like three different, four different times. It, it just seems really wholesome. Dude, when the ending episode, like right after she passes and it's closing up in those moments where he's like talking about like, I don't regret meeting her, yada, yada, because she like brought light back into my life or whatever. Like the music came back. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just fucking thinking about it. Like I get chills every time I watch that anime just because of that part. Like the very end after all is said and done, all the tragedy, all the happiness, all the memories, and then boop. And it kind of like also has that cool message of like, you never know when someone's not going to be here anymore. Make it worth. And like that, when they, when there's a fucking lesson to teach and you made me sad, I might as well turn into a fucking goose. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of anime will really tug at your, at your heart in that kind of sense, mm -hmm. because you go on this adventure with this person and they, they experience so much. You live vicariously through them in a sense. It's right. It's so cool to their struggles or your struggles and deal with their pain. And I, I, I know what you're, what you're talking about in that sense. I mean, I don't watch many slice of life. I'll be honest. I really feel like you should watch that one because it's not very long and it's not too much into just being like, haha, we're cute high schoolers in love. Well, I mean, it sounds like that's what it's trying to well, be. Well, they're middle schoolers and it's a different kind of love. And there's also like a lot of like music in it and it's pretty good. It sounds pretty good, I guess. Give it a chance, man. You might like it. You're older now. You might, uh, your taste might have changed. You might find more peace in it. For, for me, I got to say the, the Goosebump episodes... Mm -hmm. are are drawn a lot more from that the sudden horrifying realization of you couldn't trust someone like that night of the living dummy or um sure sure I I, that's the goosebumps story i literally right? cannot think of another one besides oh dead house where, where it's you're you're, you're i i, I want to say this is going to be a strange one when they cry did you ever see that okay so no i haven't b i want to but like I've you had, you got to watch it with me. I've had so many things like keeping me from it. It's it's horrifying in that sense of Is like it, it's it's a time skipping type of anime, but it's no, all cutesy and nice, and everyone's friendly and happy. They're they're school grade kids. They're playing. They're playing cards, and the the girls are cheating because they know the, they know how to play the deck right. It's what women do, and that everyone's having a good time. But then there's this festival that happens, the Cotton Drifting Festival, and 
and that just sounds ominous. It it, it kind of is. It's supposed to be like washing away all the bad tidings of the town. Wash away and, your sins, my and, children. And the the it was so weird. One person gets spirited away, and they start killing people. And sometimes it's themselves. Sometimes it's others. Like there's one of these kids claws out his own neck because he thinks he's been poisoned when he really wasn't. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And these are like school grade kids. <laughs> oh, and is this the same horror level as Promise Neverland? Yeah. You haven't seen that yet. Neither have I. We should watch that. I heard it's awful. Is it terrible? Like the kids? It's they're the like one there. Like it's double. Wait, do you know the story? Yeah. I like have a vague idea, but I haven't seen any of okay, it. Okay, because it kind of starts off with you not really knowing what's going on. Yeah, like every on. other one of those, like Magical Girl Raising Project, supposed to be this anime. I haven't seen that. That's it's basically supposed to be an anime about like a mobile game that came to life, and now these girls get to be magical girls. But it is fucking horrifying. Okay, like it is not. Cute. No, it's not. It's not like that. It's not like a. It's not like Neon Gen where you think, oh, this is going to be a mecha anime, and then you realize well, it's about like yeah, because they're like school kids and something. Like completely different but yeah what, no, what like, i'm what i'm talking about is like you you think someone is chasing what he wasn't done he wasn't done he's all your leaning, podcast, he's bro. Over, bro. i'm just no, I'm no just keep here. talking yeah, you're not done like i'm him, sorry but you're our pal go ahead sure, finish. i mean you mentioned a uh an anime that i think i might have seen what? i'm pretty sure but if you guys haven't seen it i don't want to like say all right one, yeah but. so save it we'll talk about it another time yeah, but you yeah, should watch your lie in april since you love music so much you know what man because you've been talking about it it's on netflix i i definitely want to check i'm not a huge slice of life fan but I, I like, and I get that. And most Shishi? people, yes, okay, most people are. I dig that. But this is really more so about the music. And, and I'm it, a huge music fan, so you are, yeah, a hundred percent. Which I know you'll love it. But also, too, like the slice of life parts are a nice break from like, because it's like music, sadness, illness. Hmm, we're going to the beach. Music. Okay, true. So there's like a, it's like a breather. It's not so much like, hey, ha ha ha, we're fucking at the park all the time and doing kid shit. Like, no, we're practicing music and then dealing with a terminal illness and like a pass of abuse. And also he's like dealing with his, like finally coming to terms with his mother's death. It's a lot. Like it's very emotional and it goes through a lot of like very um, serious themes and like adults, like not adult situation, but like shit you may have to deal with in your life. Like true. it's a lot of tragedy. Yeah, I think like like you were saying something about that kind of like I think like most anime kind of has that aspect to like in a, a little smaller, bit of slice of life in, in all anime. Yeah, they're filler episodes for the most part. But like honestly, too, like like Naruto for instance, I like seeing them <clears throat> do normal shit. They're always fucking yeah. dying and like losing friends. Like go have a bowl of soup and go to a hot spring for Christ's sake, yeah. you poor bastard. I love those episodes where it's just kind of like or parts of episodes, I guess where. It, it breaks from the crazy parts and, and everyone's just kind of hanging like oh, eating yeah. food or whatever they get to enjoy being yeah, human and, and like, oh, like just oh, hey we're alive let's enjoy each other's company for yeah. once instead of dying miserably there in was some a whole, kind of horrible struggle there was a whole episode of naruto like right after like a big fighting arc where i think it was rock lee neji 1010 and maybe someone else went to like this noodle shop and like Got the spiciest noodles known to fucking man, and Rock Lee like was like determined to eat them. But every time he ate them, he just lost his shit. Like no purpose, no purpose outside of watching Rock Lee have a hard time with spicy food. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's a nice breather. Yeah, like that. That reminds me specifically that scene in um, talking about uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, or whatever that when he's on the noodles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the guy's like, he gets so mad about the noodles, bro. And then he's like, dude, I'll eat it. Like, trust me, bro. I want two plates of noodles. Give me two Give plates. Give me five of plates of noodles. Yeah. I'll eat more than you. It's I'll like, all, all right, don't noodles. get a tummy ache. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Inosuke, that stupid bitch. Tanjiro's just like, don't hurt. Don't, don't get. You're going to get an upset tummy. I love Tanjiro. He's so pure. He, he tries to be. And it's, it's, it's hard. I bet it's you have hard to see in such a world. Mugen Train, so we can talk about Mugen Train. I, I haven't seen it, and I feel no, so bad, go. bro. So that's like, got such go. a goose. But I'll go see it with let's you guys go, again. Go. It's got to be sub, though. Yeah, it's got to be sub. Uh huh. It, dude, no, honestly, dude, I've seen I, clips. I, I, I watched it. I watched the series in dub. Trust me, you well, watch everything in dub. We don't. We don't care. But listen, I saw clips of the dub. You don't movie, care. And it's it does it's just so different in the sense of like how intense it hits like it's not worth. Can we talk about the series D Demon Slayer for a second? Because that had a lot of goosebumps moments in it itself. Oh, when like he did that the first time he did the fire water breathing. Is that the episode the, go the goosebumps? 
That's one of the episodes. That's one of the goosebumpy moments well, in that. Well, no, no, what I want to say you know is what? what I actually want to bring up is when he is when he's training, when he when he in the during the training and the boulder thing. Yes, the, that's the, the, that was the, the, I was literally like, that's that, the that, first one. That's the goosebumps moment because yeah. he's training. He's he's With like a I'm, motherfucking I'm, I'm, ghost. He didn't know it, and when he oh, finds out it's a ghost, yeah. it, that's that's the goosebumps moment when you find something doesn't add up and you're not sure, and then you get a realization from before. Watch Demon Slayer. Yeah, it's it's awesome. But you know what's cool about that goosebump moment is there's a follow-up goosebump moment when he goes to the training, spoiler alert, and finds the fucking demon spoiler that, that, alert, actually that kills them, them and then fucks its up. shit up. He oh does. my god. And then it goes back to the rock and he's like, We've finally been avenged. Yep, yeah. and they're gone. Amazing. I already, fucking, I already cut through my boulder. That's a good fucking moment, Matt. It really right is. on you for talking about Demon Slayer, you beautiful motherfucker. <sighs> Here, buddy. Goosebumps. Give it a little buzz. Yeah, and just pulls it, like, right from his core. I've got some. He's got more. I think you know what the thing, too, is? He's got more because he is a little bit older than me, and he was watching anime that, that I was watching, but at an age he could remember it. Like, I... I just, I'm not selling myself short, but I definitely say he's got a little bit more of an encyclopedia that he can pull on. Like, I mostly just remember things like in an instant and then bullshit, but he's just like, hey, I've had this fact locked in the back of my fucking head for 10 years. Boop. Batapedia. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to bring up, there's one that I honestly wanted to bring up when this came up as a topic, mm -hmm. and that was a scene in Yu Yu Hakusho. There's, mm. there's quite a few of them, but there's one of them that Preach. I really liked, and it was real simple, and it came down to, to Goro's fight with Yusuke in the Dark Tournament. And they're fighting back and forth, and Tagoro's like, oh, you know what? I'm you think this isn't personal for me too? I'm going to start with eighty percent of my full power. I'm, I don't, I don't think you deserve a hundred percent yet. And at eighty percent, he beefs up and he throws a punch just in the direction of Yusuke, and it demolishes a line of fans all the way up the stadium. And he's like, "Holy crap! You can't get." And his teammates are like, "Wow, he can't get hit by a, just a straight-on punch. That's not cool." And did anyone give a shit that a bunch of fucking people got splattered into paste it, or did no, they just it, ignore that it, they ignored it it's been part of the dark tournament the whole time this is the final round of the dark tournament and people have been dying like left and right so the and kodo the announcer the fox girl even says uh, actually i think she's a cat demon a yeah, she's a cat demon. They, they they mess the fox and cat, mix the fox and cat thing up with her, but I'm pretty sure she's a cat. I'm pretty demon. sure she's a cat demon. Anyway, they she even says, "I don't even know if they're attacking the 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 audience at random or if he can't control his power." You would think that they wouldn't want to lose audience members as, as the fight heated up and they put like some form of like impenetrable barrier in between the no, fans. No, this and the is they, they you when you get a ticket for the dark tournament, you know that you're you could possibly die just for being there. I would just sit but in like the supposed to be, back corner. You could still be roasted too. I know, but like, what's the likelihood? You know? If I'm going to be roasted, I want to be in the front row because I want to be able to see why it happens. You're like what's Sokka happening. at that, um, the underground yeah! bending when the boulder lands like two feet from him. He's like, yeah! Yes! That's you. Okay, but in this scene, this fight, Tagoro throws just one punch in the direction of Yusuke that de demolishes a line of fans and it he, he does it again and again and Yusuke dodges a couple of times and he notices that like, he gets close and gets cut on his face, I think. But just after that, there's one split second, he his eye moves to the side and he's like, oh. And he decides not to move. And Tagoro charges up and he throws the punch and he pulls it. He stops it in a second. And he says, really? You're going to do this right here? And he, he stopped the punch because he realized exactly what Yusuke realized. If he threw the punch in that direction, Yusuke wasn't going to move aside because Keiko was behind him in the stands. Mm. And, and they, 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 you don't know that at the time when his eye moves. That's why he, he wasn't going to move. He's like, stop this. This is between you and me. This is not about you're not allowed to fight them until after you beat me. That's the, the deal you made. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And the announcer's like, why are they stopping to fight, to, 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 to argue with each other? They should be hitting each other. And they're both like, shut up. We're, we're in the middle of something. I mean, like, honestly, too, like, <laughs> shut up. Really? Who are you? Yeah. What can you even do? That guy shoots beams out of his head. Just shut up. 
It, it, it was just this strange moment because <clears throat> you as the viewer don't know. he Because everyone even says he's not going to move. He's going to take the punch. He's going to stop the punch. And Tagura just suddenly stops. And he, do, he doesn't throw it. And he's he like, wants a fight. Yeah, he doesn't want it to be about that. He's, he's like, no, you're going to be fighting. Those are my favorite ones. Like where the guy, like they want, they don't give a shit like about what happens. They want the fight. Exactly. Goku's a terrorist. We'll get to that later, but continue about this. I don't want to trail off. This is good. But it's just that one scene, that moment when you realize that, well, it's the the fight. uh, They're they're thinking about all kinds of factors, not just the fight, but everything that's happening around them. Yusuke's got a lot to think about, and he doesn't. It's it's not really his thing, thinking. It never really was. He is like, it's really funny. He's smarter than Kuwabara for sure, right? But he's also as stupid as that motherfucker. And Kuwabara is the other one that gave me goosebumps in the show. And it was during the dark tournament, too. This was the scene that I mentioned before that I said I can't find just a clip of because he says during the fight with the Dr. Ichigaki team, M1, M2, M3, the the three human beings that had mm-hmm. the Baruki parasite on their backs. Yes, I do Because the, the troll-faced weirdo Dr. Ichigaki was like, I'm Conducting blood research and I'll, as long as you do it, I'll help keep your sensei from dying. They didn't know that he infected their sensei. They, they didn't know they wouldn't get to see him again. They didn't know that they'd be forced to kill. All, but the they, they, all, they, all they knew was that they, they would keep their sensei from dying. That's all they and cared about. The, what happened, the, like, nobody knew. He couldn't talk to anybody, but Kuwabara the night before had a dream about all of this happening. And when he went to fight him, he was like, I, I can't do it, Yurameshi. I can't fight them. I'm not going to do it. They're crying out. They're calling for my help. And he even he just steps up. He's like, this is for you guys. And he lets his ass get kicked by all three of them at the same time. And Yusuke is just like, okay, yeah, th- th- no, no, I'm not going to. I have to. Fu- I have to. Now I ha- I feel sad like they did. But I got to do it. I can't lose. You know what I like about and Kubara? They start crying blood. Oh, my fucking like these, God. These yeah. dudes, they're like, kill. instead of saying kill, all they could manage to ever say was kill, kill. But they're like, no, kill us. Kill us yeah, kill because us. We, we don't want to do this anymore. Did they t- so did he kill him or did he get the bugs uh, off of them? Uh, the, the bugs were actually removed by the masked fighter who used a, a, a special move. Spoiler alert. The masked fighter was everyone knew it was Genkai. Is it it a looked like Genkai. At this it, point? It, it, when the mask came off, it was this swinging 20 something pink haired lady. Yeah, they're but, like, oh, oh who could it's, that not, fucking it's, not, be? it's not Genkai. It's and Genkai. then a, a few rounds later, Tagura was like, yes, obviously it's Genkai. Her technique causes her cells to return to when her body was the strongest yeah, like, so she it. can expertly attack somebody the best she possibly could yeah and then they're like okay fine we'll let it go because i want my moment of fame cutting down the great genkai so whatever yeah and then he lost horribly that was shishi wakamaru's fight and you that know? was strange because she all she did was like you know what i'm just gonna send your energy back at you i don't even need to use it in my own is an insane martial art you know you use your opponent's momentum against them but i want to uh Kuwabara, right? Yes. You know what I like about Kuwabara? Because later in anime, Yu-Gi-Oh! came around. And Kuwabara is essentially Joey Wheeler. Because, well, Joey Wheeler is essentially Kuwabara in the way timelines go. But, like, hear me out. They're both assholes, right? They both beat up the main guy. We're a bully. Then the main guy... The main guy beat up Kuwabara. Well, yeah, because Kuwabara's, you know, but he's, like, he was trying to be a bully. He was that asshole American in Japan. Yeah. Then they, like, somehow team up, become best friends, go through all this turmoil, and then the shithead turns into, like, the brave, self-sacrificing dude. And everyone's like, respect. Yeah. Joey Wheeler fucking jumped off the side of a fucking like cruise liner to go get some fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, I mean, you must risk life for cards. Yeah, these are the most important cards to my friend. I must jump into this water and save save them. And save two of them two because of that's them. all he got. Yeah, cuz the other one and the other ones, what well, didn't he rip them in half anyway? No, no, that was uh uh Exodia. No, he didn't rip them in. He just tossed them I'm over surprised. the thing. Say like, goodbye why, to Exodia. Why wouldn't you rip them in half? He could he could have. Just he, fuck you, you know? I, I don't know why they didn't just beat his ass there. They were like, okay, so oh, bro, Tr- Tristan and Joey and Yugi and out of Taya that little and, fucking weasel. Uh, it would have been so easy. What is he going to do? Beat him He's up and then he throw was him off the boat. He was basically Millhouse. When you look at him, he had blue hair, really big, just thick glasses. He was tall. short. He was Millhouse from The Simpsons. He was all Yu-Gi-Oh. torso. He had no arm or leg length. <laughs> like, beat the shit out of him and then throw him over the boat. Like, no, fuck that. No, you can't, you can't kill him. 
<laughs> I said beat him up and throw him over the boat. I didn't say kill him. No, bu- bullying people, throwing him over the boat would kill him. How, how much do you really think he could have survived? Joey Wheeler barely survived. Don't want none, won't be none. They don't ever kill people. They, they, they would just. They just, should've. They would just destroy their minds with magical powers because Dude, that was a okay. They should've. For some you know reason. why? You know why? Here's a prime example. Batman doesn't kill anybody. What does Batman he, he, have Batman to do? killed hundreds of people. What is Batman? I know like, they, the goons, but they don't matter because they're not people. They're like, not people. How many times were you like, you know, if you just kill this guy this time, you won't have to deal with this again. He goes, bring him to Arkham Asylum. And then literally like three weeks later, he's got to deal with the same problem. You, you kid, you gotta, you kids, the lesson here is if someone gives you shit, murder them. No, on that note, actually, on exactly that note, another moment that gave me goosebumps, I gotta bring up Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. The, the first run through when Goku, when Krillin was about to kill Vegeta. Oh, yeah. In, in the, the, the space pod. And Goku's like, no, don't kill him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But come on, come on! It would have been so easy, and then no Vegeta. What a fucking world that would have been! Oh yeah, maybe Yamcha would have like not been as pathetic. No, he would have still been Yamcha. Cadaverific. We would have felt bad for Bulma. She would have ended up with um, what's what was the pig? Oolong. Yeah, she would have ended up with Oolong. I really don't think so. The only other man's man. What? Yeah. I don't think who so. Who else was there? Who'd she, uh, besides Goku, who else did she have to pick from? She would have found a real man. Yeah, Oolong. That's a real man. That's a real pig. Yeah, exactly. That's a real man. Have you met one? Okay. That's for what? you, feminist fans. We're all garbage. Um, I, I have, I want to talk about one of my favorites, but I want to put something else in between it first. So I'm going to ask you about one that I know hits us both right in the oh, heart dick. Oh, God. Oh, Can here you it comes. please tell me oh, God. about the moment of the Giga Drill break? Oh, the, with the first one? The or last the, one. The, oh, the last The final one. mission. Oh, my God. The final mission together. Tell the audience about this harrowing moment. It, it, it wasn't, I'll be honest, it wasn't, it wasn't, so, it wasn't so much, what? Tell them what the anime It is. was Gurren Lagann. Is it is it Gurren Lagann or Gurren Lagann? It, yes. Tomato, tomato? Yes. I usually just refer to it as Die Gurren. I could I could also accept that because it's easier. Well, they weren't Team Diger in until later. I know, right? but I watched it to the end where they were Team Diger in. Yeah, but so like anybody who's they also, weren't even Team Gurren Lagan until after the first episode. It yeah. was like the second episode when it's Kamina got somewhere. his right. It's got to start somewhere, bro. Exactly. But tell me about the Giga Drill Break moment. Okay, so it wasn't so much a goosebumps moment for me, honestly. Really? It wasn't. It was because you didn't realize until the very moment when the the rain, the, the, oh, the, no, the scene in the rain. Dude, I didn't. He, I, ha- I didn't. Matt, he literally got like this much of his fucking torso gone. When he got hit with that fucking lip, how did you think he was going to survive that? In, in anime, they, they've survived a lot more. No. Yes. No. Especially in big mech anime, if you get half of your torso nicked out by another like mech, you might live to finish the fight, but you're not getting out of the Gundam. Wait a second. Wasn't one of the people in Iron Blooded Or weren't they in Iron Blooded Orphans? Weren't they like paraplegics, or wasn't no, some of okay, them like so weren't some of them like defective no, and unable to move on their own no, anyway? No. No. What I explained to you like literally seven times already today, and you have somehow have forgotten immediately. Seven times, I doubt it. The main it. character in the you show, can't count. don't believe anything else. They find the the it's an old Gundam frame from before the uh, from during the Calamity War. It's the Gundam known as Barbatos. Eventually, it gets upgraded to Barbatos Lupos Rex when it gets a piece of mobile armor added to it. But that's that neither here nor there. Gundam is a special time uh, type of Gundam, and Misakatsuki has the Ajavanya system installed in him, which you can only get put in when you're very young or it doesn't adapt as well. He had the surgery, I think, five times. So he's got like the most affinity for it out of anybody they've ever interacted with before. But essentially what this does is it plugs you into the Gundam and you essentially become part of the Gundam. And during the Calamity War, they started giving Gundam frames a sense of AI and sentience. So like Barbatos 
exists in and of itself, not only as a machine, but an entity. And when he like gets into the machine, he'll even say like, let's go Barvatos. And then the fucking lights kick on and you can see like it wakes up. So what eventually happens is the Ajavanya system like bonds you to the Gundam and puts you more into like, if you were in the body of the Gundam for a faster reaction time and like combat ability increase. Didn't you say he was unable to use his left side? But Let me finish. So... In moments of great strife, when he's had to literally kick into overdrive, because there is a level, like, you can control how much of yourself you're putting into the system, but he's just like, no, we need more. And there's a mo- the first moment it happens is, I think that, I think it was actually when they were fighting the mobile armor, because they weren't going to beat it, and it was literally going to wipe out everything on Mars. He kicked into a mode where, like, the lights change, you know, like, the base lights are, like, that lime-ish soft green, and then they turn to, like, red sometimes. Yeah. His turn to red, you know, that, like, classic anime, like, trail off? Did that, Claws came out, and he went into super fucking murder mode, ripped this thing apart, but the problem with that is the more you, like, push into that, the more of yourself that you give to the Gundam. So, like, he became way better adapted at piloting it and, like, could move it like no one else. But, like, by the end of the series, he had lost his entire movement of his entire body anytime he wasn't plugged into the Gundam. Like... Anytime he was out because he's basically it's basically you're giving yourself to the Gundam. So like the more and more it's essentially fusing you to your machine. That's what it does in, a, in an essence, it like connects you guys. So the more and more he just pushed into the Gundam mode, the more and more he was giving up of himself. I see. Yeah. It sounds like and it was just him. He was the, it's it's the it's only it's one it's that had happened. To. It, it sounds like what happened in uh, big O towards the end of the it's series. It's like pushing into an yeah. overdrive. There's a sacrifice. Like yeah. when um, you do the eight gates, you die. You know, like there's a sacrifice when you're there's before, gotta be before a trade we up. jump to the eight gates one. I do want to ask about that first time when he does put too much of himself into this machine. Was that one of those goosebump moments for you? Well, having watched this anime. Um, yeah, in the sense of like, holy shit, combat wise, because like, so the thing about Iron Blooded Orphans is like everybody like a lot of people die and a lot of main characters die and it hits you really hard in the chest. And like a lot of people you don't think are going to die, die. So like literally anybody could die at any time. Misakotsky could have died the entire series and I wouldn't have been like shook. I would have been like, OK, that sucks. But like it, it literally was to the moment where no one could do any damage to it. It wasn't slowing down. The minions were starting to overrun the guys holding it off. They were literally about to hit the biggest city on Mars. His machine wasn't working. The fucking military guys who were trying to interfere were getting their shit rocked. Their high end machines weren't working. And like literally everyone's like, if you don't do something now, we're all going to die. And he just was like, and just fuck that thing up and yeah so that was a goosebump moment but that zone out moment that you mentioned before it's not like like, a zone out it's a zone in but yeah i think that's present in almost every in every gundam anime they they have that something that's something more and more of a connection to the machine it's like yeah as soon as like so like i've so i'm I'm re-watching the gundam series like mobile suit gundam like the og one they're just military machines, so and it's like they're all confused the whole fucking time. So it's never really that intense. But once they started like implementing all that technology and the AI and like plugging people in, and then it yeah fucking like they just like ooh look I'm in the Gundam now. Yeah, like, it, it's, it. it's a part of me. I'm in the wires. In the wires. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. now that I explained all that to you again today, could you please tell us about the Giga Drill Break moment? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you fucking listen. You want an explanation? I gotta give you the I, run. I, We're I, on a I, podcast. I did already cover that part. No, you didn't. Yeah, I you did. Said it, I, and you went. It wasn't I, a heartbreak moment it, it, for me. It wasn't. No, I said it wasn't a goosebump moment for me. It was more of a like a heartbreak type moment for me because it, I didn't realize that it was going to be exactly the last one. Yeah, but until, you didn't say anything about what happened. Is what I'm saying. Y- you did. No, you I went did. into you the said, explanation you, you about. Said, I, I mentioned the rain, the uh, that after the scene where there's a he whole middle part it. we didn't talk about, like the entirety of it. We talked about him getting stabbed and then him dying in the rain. There's that whole chunk in the middle that you didn't talk about. Yes, the whole scene. That's what I'm do that. Do that. Yeah, to, talk to, about that to, part. to me, that part did that. It, 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 I didn't realize it was going to be the last time, so it didn't give me goosebumps it the really, first time. Like even when, because like I think that was like the first big bang attack in that series, and Gurren Logan was like the first big. No, they used the Giga Drill Break before. Yeah, but I mean, in the sense of like you know how when you were a kid in Dragon Ball Z, and like there was like that like moment of like oh shit, is Goku going to make it out? And then he's like, hey, I'm shot a Kamehameha the size of Earth. 
Like that's what the Giga drill break felt like for me because it was like this big giant like final strike and it was super colorful. It was super colorful. It was like a final attack. And, and he even and, said though this is the last mission. Yeah. And Simon thought covered uh, in blood. Simon thought that was gonna be they were they were just gonna Missing have the ship chunk. and be and be cool. They were Missing gonna be their own they were it was just gonna be there. He didn't realize that that meant its last his last mission, and neither did I. All that blood missing a chunk, and I—it was—it wasn't all that blood and Dude, missing a chunk. Covered. It was—it was—it was changed black and white. It was black and white filtered no, for that scene. Yes, we just watched it. We did. It was not black and white filtered. It was. No, it wasn't. I am not going to argue with you about this right now. You see everything in sapia, don't you? No, not everything. Just some things. <laughs> all right. Well, Matthew is just adamant. On not being correct. So now I'm going to talk about the one I wanted to talk about. Not being correct. Yeah. Um, For those of you who have seen, that's fine, man. (laughs) It's it's okay for everyone to have an opinion and for you to get mad, but just like when you're wrong, you're wrong. And that's fine. Uh, So (laughs) moving. He he can't ever take it when he's wrong. Yeah. I don't. But I just have to deal with it. Because I'm I'm the top. I don't take it. We've had this discussion. You signed the contract. I didn't sign anything. It's also on your fet life. It says like exclusively bottom, big bold letters with a bunch of asterisks. You, you, you really need to stop talking about this. <laughs> I I do believe it's what's called a power bottom, where all the actual yeah. power comes from. It's all in his thrusting. hips. Yeah. Um. So the one I want to talk about, Naruto Shippuden, yeah, um, puts you in the position of power matches. Yeah. Like, I you're still on the bottom. That. Uh, you just control everything that's going on, like a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> It brings a whole new meaning to the word sub. But you get torpedoes. I don't get torpedoes. <laughs> I don't know. The metaphor is starting they to come break out down. Your nipples. Can you knock it off? Just, and then, <laughs> um, so yeah, Naruto Shippuden. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. This is uh, definitely at the end. I of, really wish there was alcohol in this. I mean, there's a bunch of like alcohol over on the table there, and you already started drinking soda before. 9 a.m. So you might as well start drinking liquor before noon. Oh. Soft drink to hard drink before. Soft drink to hard drink, bro. <laughs> I'll drive home. <laughs> you should be fucking blitzed in the past. What did seat. you want to talk about in this episode? Um, so this is towards the end of the series. If you haven't finished it, don't listen to this part. But this is basically during the fourth great ninja war when everyone is fighting Madara Uchiha on the battlefield. Um, you already have seen the fucking thing 18 times. We watched it before we started the episode. You already know what I'm Put the headphones back on. Uh, okay. This fucking guy. God. I'm so glad we're not like on a professional newscast because I might murder you on the air at three in the morning. Um, so essentially, they're fighting Madara Uchiha. They can't fucking do any damage. He's basically oh gone god. ultimate white god mode. And they can't fucking hit him with any ninjutsu, the flying fucking Raijin, like nothing. Nothing works, right? And then someone like hooks him and they're like, yo, we can punch him with our fists. And my guy's like, my fucking time to shine. That's me, boy. That's all I do. I just hit shit, and oh, they're like, man, that was that was an interesting to watch. He fight. does oh my hit God. shit. Oh, there you go, man. You got a little fucking. He needs a chaser, though. Oh man, what is this? Did you finish that sprite? I, I think I. It smells like gin from over here. Um, I I, I do need to grab another one. Yeah, so someone's got to help that boy out. One, Just um, toss one, throw one at me, do something. So I'm sorry, I appreciate it. What you've it. learned so far from this podcast is drink. Sugary soda before 9 a.m. Make sure you hit the hard liquor before noon. Matt is a fucking power bottom who has torpedo nipples and um, (laughs) sees everything in sapia unless it's inconvenient for him. So why can't we talk about anime goosebumps? I I am. It's also well worth mentioning. Well equipped with a cruise missile. Yeah, it's that one comes out of a different hole, but we're not going to tell you which (laughs) one. Fuck. You also have a string shot like a caterpie. (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to the word sperm whale. Um, all right, so they're like, my guy, you got, you know, my guys. They don't even tell him he's got to fight Madara like one to one. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kick the shit out of this like Goku. He's like, it's my turn. I get to do this. Yes. Um, and you know what the thing is too? I can't like fully remember the episode, but I feel like a part of it that I keep thinking is in the episode is not actually in the episode because like. The, from what the part future. is that? So remember the part I keep saying where I'm like when he says the blue beast of the village ne- is uh, is needs to die and the red beast is born. I don't think that actually happens 
Because like I can't remember the full episode myself and I haven't gone back to watch the full episode, but every time we see clips of it, that part's not in there. So I don't know if it's like before or I'm just not remembering it correctly. I think the clips that you've been watching are purely like really and cut. specifically cut of the fighting of, in, in that. There's 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 maybe one or two lines. But that's like such like a significant line. It is a significant like, sounding line. It makes me think they wouldn't cut it out. So like I don't I'm not 100% sure if it actually exists. If I have you, to watch the episode. Okay, again we know so we know what you would say if you would redub it if i would redub it that because that's a cool fucking line uh but hey if i'm wrong let me know if i'm not wrong please reaffirm that because i literally spend every day in a confusing nightmarish hellscape i don't know what's real um so basically yeah no one can hit him except for my guy who can hit him a fuckload which also he turns to night guy which i don't understand i I i did really like that one just that microsecond where it just out of nowhere i'm gonna block this yeah. Oh my god, it yeah. was so cool. Yeah. Um, so basically what my guy does is he opens the full eight gates of pain. The eight gates of pain when you open the last gate is the gate of death and it actually starts infusing your chakra with blood. Um, essentially what happens with this is when you release all the eight gates, you have literally taken off every limiter that's been p- placed in your body and you are now allowed to basically run at like maximum potential, like past 100%. And damage yourself. Yeah, so ba- yeah, that what that like, does... Like somebody. Yeah, it, it, yeah, Meteora. Um, Midoria. Whatever, man, who cares? Meteora is a, a Linkin Park I album. I know, and I say it every time because I always want you to make that joke because you've made it like five times. I'm, I'm going to say gonna, it again, yeah, too. Gonna Meteora. Um, Meteora. Yeah, I'm going to keep going with it, Meteora. Midoria. So, Zuku Midoriya. Yes, so it's damaging to himself essentially because his chakra is now infusing with his blood. So that's the first part. But also, too, the further and harder you go into it, you basically burn out is what happens. So... He goes like into a pile this, of ashes. Yeah, he goes into this knowing that like he might not even succeed, but he's willing to give up everything for the leaf village and the seeds that have been planted. Like he's literally like we've already established the next generation of ninja and now it's my opportunity to make sure that they make it. He did it for Lee. He did it. Dude, you know what the thing is, though? He definitely did it for Lee. But he did it for everybody else. He did it for every single po- person that lives in the Leave Village. Like, Mike Guy was one of the most selfless people in that entire thing. Like, and he also grew up, like, his dad was a fucking loser who never got past the Genin stage because all he could do was Taijutsu and he wasn't good at it. Mike Guy trained himself to the extent where he basically fought he a was- pseudo god and almost destroyed him. With only Taijutsu. With just his fucking fists. Yeah. Like, my guy. So he goes, he basically, like, puts on the Red Beast chakra, and um, when he's in Blue Beast mode, it's like a big lion, but the Red Beast, he's like the fucking red dragon of the village. Um, And essentially, he punches so hard that it, like, shoots air columns out from wherever he strikes. So the first time he goes at it, he goes at it, and he actually breaks his arm. Like, it cracks, and he's like, ah, shit. Well, I've acclimated to the pain now. I thought, I, that won't was give his, him... I thought that was a knee. No, that was after. That's oh. the final thing. Oh. So he breaks his arm and Madara gets blasted in the ground to give Guy a second to like, re- like recover. And he's like, oh, I've acclimated to the pain now. I won't give him another opportunity. And he's like, holy shit, he actually hit me. And then that horn falls off and you're like, <gasps> he can do it. And I remember watching it. I'm like, my guy is going to fucking kill this guy. He's going to knock him the fuck out. Fuck Naruto. Naruto's going to deal with something twice as crazy in a minute. But this is where my guy steals the show. But the, and this is where the the this is where he tries to start fighting back against my guy because oh, he, he he threw those weird those black ball things the black the, balls, balls and that, then that were caught Rock, by that yeah. block that I mentioned a second yeah, ago. Yeah, Rockley threw the special kunai that was used by the fourth Hokage, which is Naruto's dad, because they has a um, seal on it that he can like teleport. Just to. teleport to. The move's just... called the flying Raijin. He basically like throws a kunai over you teleports to the kunai and then hits you with a fucking rasa and gone into the dirt he used it on obito back in the day um before they knew obito was obito it was just toby uh that was his like pseudo name stupid but um he comes in intercepts all the balls and then fucking kakashi who now has like the upgraded sharingan uh and can now do i think it's called i think it's pronounced kamui or kamai or something but it basically like he can take a chunk of physical matter or a person or an object and put it into like a pseudo space that's like 
in his brain, kind of, because it's an ocular jutsu, and he fucking makes a hole in the ball that Madara surrounds himself in, and then my guy's like, yeah, fuck you, bitch, blasts him out of the ball, and then gets him into, like, the fucking combo where there's, like, six or seven air columns holding him in the air. Yeah, I saw that. And then he comes down, he's like, holy shit, he's like, I have, since Hashirama, which is, like, the OG guy who made the Leaf Village with him, Mm -hmm. like, the Senju clan, like, the ninjas, he's like, no one has ever given me this much of a run for my money. I declare you the the strongest. strongest. Bro, my guy, like, even though he's like, I got to destroy this villain, you knew his dick. He, he was just like so proud of that. that he was like, like I, I am the strongest. I am the strongest. You are right. <laughs> and then the moment of ultimate self-sacrifice is because Madara, like, is watching his chakra points and sees that the heart chakra is weakening, which means he is about at his limitation. He is going to die. My guy point. obviously knows this, and he sets up for that flow stance where he gets, like, real low to the ground, and he's like, this is my last attack. Boom, chakra explosion, fire everywhere in his soul. Fucking red, red bullshit chakra cloak turns into big fucking dragon. He speeds this motherfucker down. He's like, yeah, baby, bring it. I'm ready to get punched in the fucking mouth because Madara is crazy. And then he kicks him like square straight in the fucking ribs. Absolutely demolishes his rib cage, destroys his shin. Just gone. It's basically dust. And then, like, big smoke. And then Kakashi's like, did he do it? (laughs) And we're all like, he didn't do it. Don't be stupid. And then Madara, like, you see guy on the ground, black, like, burnt out with, like, Like lines of lava essentially coming through him. And then Madara Uchiha, fucked up, like, missing the whole left side of his his body, sits up and he's like, that was fucking insane. And then he's like, boop. I'm fine. And he's like, I'm going to kill you now. And then Naruto's like, kick, no balls. Just kick. I like that. Like, everyone's like, don't fucking touch him. And Naruto's like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like a kickball. Blast the ball away that was going to hit my guy. And then goes, I have sage healing now. Boop. You get to live, but you don't get to use your legs no more. And then goes off to victory the day. That's fair. That's fair. I'll take that. It wasn't as cucky as when Pain attacked the village and basically like destroyed everything and killed everyone. At the end, Naruto did talking no jutsu and he decided to like redeem himself and put back all of the souls into like all of the bodies of the people who had died and not been like crushed. That's pretty. So cool. it was like all the damage that was done meant nothing besides yeah, it's, the village it's a, it's a little needed to be rebuilt. Yeah, in that so sense, like, this like, was a little bit better. You got to pay a cost. Kind of, yeah. But it didn't even slow him down, bro. He's still a competent ninja in a fucking wheelchair. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, of all the people. Oh, of dude, all the people. I'm pretty sure they still sent him on missions. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, you're like fucking just some like asshole from it's, another it's, village. It's, it's like, sudden, I, you guys, don't worry. I'll take the guy in the wheelchair. Dynamic entry. <laughs> and you just get blasted by a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't imagine taking a wheel to the face and it's just Mike guy. You know, he wouldn't. I don't think he'd want to use the wheels. He'd be like, I would rather use my own fists. Yeah. But dynamic entry is a kicking attack. So you think so he would probably you, just use the wheelchair? You think he'd be, yeah. Because, okay. well, he's got to use his arms to move him around, really. So he's definitely going to use the, Why would you not use a big chair attached to you to do more damage? Because you're Mike Guy. Yeah, but he can't use his legs. And he, the punch wouldn't be as effective. He, 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 would know, he knows he doesn't need them. And he knows the punch wouldn't need wouldn't be as effective. But wait, how could it not be as effective? Because he's got to use his arms thrown by his own self. Okay, so dynamic entry. Dynamic entry is an action move where, like, you literally enter in from a side stage to like kick someone in the face. There's a momentum from it. He doesn't have the ability to do like a springing jump anymore. So he's probably going to use his arms to throw himself from somewhere where he's getting his momentum from. He's already shooting forward. Yeah, why would he, like, spin around and lose momentum and power? He's just going to blast him with his wheelchair I think he could and ga- then he beat could, the shit out by, of him. By spinning around, he could gain momentum. Where's he, where is he getting the momentum to spin from after he's already launched himself? He doesn't have By tucking and movement. rolling. He's in the middle of the air. Exactly. He is also a taijutsu master. I don't even think you know what you're talking about right I now. I think that it is possible. I, I'm going to move on from this because you're not making any sense. I don't need to. Um, what was another one that we were looking at before we started this? The you Obviously, my oh, hero. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was that was the that gave me goosebumps from the feet up watching it again. It was really strange to watch just that fight between one for all and it wasn't even the fight, it was the end of the fight. That fight's like a 10 minute, 15 minute fight. It was that a 15 was minute end. fight, but there was there was a lot of talking in that fight. He's like, because he, well, yeah, he even it's, mon- say, it's superheroes, they're yeah. monologuing. They, they have to, it's a thing. Yeah, that's what the villain does. He monologues. Well, I'm I use this power and this power and this, this power, power and, this and all power of them. This, I have all, all of them. All of these have powers, them. and that should be enough to kill you. I think I've done. And then the hero's just like, He's just like you don't yeah. have the guts. And then he just fucks them up, <laughs> womps them. But yeah, so my hero academia, uh, you you're caught up, right? Yeah. Or to, are you caught? You caught up to the newest stuff because there's this new season. Coming I, out not right the now. newest stuff. Okay, I'm so but to, to this port we're about to talk about. I'm I'm, I'm caught up to the uh, the endeavor. The fight, the endeavor oh, fight. Oh, against the ne- the Nemu or whatever yeah. it's called, the news. I don't fucking remember. No, yeah, that Nemu? was before. No, the, that's last season still. That, that's the very. That's the last. That's episode. the very last episode. Okay, yeah. so there's like I think like six episodes of the new season. Okay, you know, Crunchyroll info, don't you? Uh, yes. Yeah, log in, dude. Watch it. Um, I'm, I'm Crunchyroll, you didn't hear me say that. Shit, they're gonna fucking deactivate my account if they watch this podcast. Hopefully, they don't watch this podcast. Don't watch this podcast. Don't tell everybody. Listen. Snitches, <laughs> snitches get stitches. Don't tell them. Okay. Don't fucking tell them. I won't give you the login information. Can, can I? Can I bring up one of the shield hero moments? You want to do that before the my hero? No. You know what? You, you want you? We, we well, I just talked about you that one. So why don't hero. you do rising we, we, shield hero? We, we could. We could do. We could. Uh, there. Uh, there are plenty. There are quite a few in. Uh, in my hero, I actually I really want to talk about that one. You will really. That was like the biggest one for me. I and we really, also have a time frame. For, for me, there were two fights that stood out specifically, and I want to talk about Sun Eater's fight with the three gun with the th- three goons. The that didn't the, hit me that the, much. Didn't hit you. The, the larceny. Uh, the crystal guy and. And the 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 baghead dude who could eat anything. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've got that many times left. And, so do you want to hit and, that? And, and then the the uh, red riots fight. Red, 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 Red that was a Fat good Gun. fight. Yeah, that was an awesome fight because he he got blasted away at the beginning, and then he stepped up and was like, "No, uh, this is this is what heroes do. This if and, if it, if, it get, yeah. if I get hurt, then I'll deal with it. I'm gonna stand here. I'm gonna do this, even Riot. if it means my life." He's probably one of my favorites. I want to cosplay as him. He is so fucking cool. Yeah, he is really cool. I think the only reason like All Might and One for All hit me the most is like for two reasons. All Might's a symbol of peace. He's already on the out as we get into the series, and like. He can't be a hero much longer anyway. And this is like his final like glory, not like glory moment, I, I guess, because he's a hero to be a hero. But this is like his final moment as All Might, the symbol of peace. Like he's not going to be the symbol the anymore. Hero anymore. Yeah, but he knew that. And the second thing was to like when he was like, I can't die yet because Deku still needs him. And he's just like, yeah, no, I ain't dying. And I'm like, damn. Like right. He just decided. Yeah, He's like, no, I'm not dying today. Like, no. No, fuck you. I'm not. I ain't. I ain't doing it. And he did. No, he didn't. Um, I think the moment that got me like the goose bumpiest in that fight, though, was when he was like, literally, like, I don't think I have enough power to do this. And then his master came into his head and was like, you yeah, fucking you do. do push past the limits. And, and he like did. the fucking like that spiritual orb of power that came into him mentally. Yeah, that, and he's like he, he, his his withered hand yes. reached up and grabbed it. And not, love, not this powerful no, one. No, the, the withered hand, the one that he had a fucking obliterated. And I love too when um all for one says those sneaky tricks, that's not like you. You're getting weak. And he's like I just didn't put my back into it. And he fucking tightens the hand. He's like, get ready, motherfucker. Because this then, is the last punch. Dude, the, United the, the, States like a, of Smash. The, oh. the, it, it honestly it reminded me a little of Choji's punch from his fight with Jiroba. This oh, punch yeah. is worth my whole life. Yeah. And he fuck it. He killed that, that guy. Was, that was a heavy moment. <laughs> he, he did. But within that, too, like that. Um, I like that classic, like the battle's over. The heroes won. They're either like dead, almost dead, dying or about to be there, but they don't like get off of their feet. No, no, they're they're just right there. They just stand there. They're like, yeah. And he did. He's just yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> he made a speech. Yeah. He made a speech. He's like, now it's your turn. Now it's your turn to take on the role of the hero. <laughs> I also like, Um, I know you haven't watched Iron-Blooded Orphans yet, but. Um, Ogan, when he got, so he, in the street, he was the target to get shot up. Right. But there was a kid and one of the kids in front of him, he jumped in front of the kid, took all the bullets, hit the ground, covered in blood, oozing, got back up and then started to like walk. He's like, we, we still have stuff to do. And he's like reaching towards the sky. And then he just blacks out. Lamillion. Oh, 
Literally. But I mean, he still is alive and he is may alive, get but his he, powers but, back. But he, he, he lost his power. He fought with everything he had. He lost his power. He kept fighting with everything he had. Yeah. He kept being he's a true hero. He, he, he did perfectly. Yeah. He, he is a true hero. He is a true hero. But you know what, man? That's a lesson for life. Sometimes you can do everything right and, and still, still fail. fail. Yeah. But I also feel like he's going to get his power back. I'm hoping. I'm hoping too because I love Lemillion. He's great. Absolutely, but I want. I hope he gets his power. I feel. You know what's gonna happen? He makes me think of JT. He does me. Oh, JT is Lemillion. Wow. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I totally see it. Just minus the blonde. But you know what the thing is? The the little girl. I can't remember her name for some reason. That they rescued. Nia. No. Whatever her name is. I don't want to fuck it up. We're gonna make people mad. She's gonna figure out her power. Airy. I don't think that's right. Her name is Airy. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? Matapedia has spoken. Okay, that's probably wrong. Please add him. But um, she's going to learn to like control her power and he's going to get his superpower back. Like I highly doubt that he's not going to be a hero again. I think that he absolutely he's going to be a hero again. 100%. I think he'll get it back. Kevin, how much time do we got left? What? What? What's the time left, Kevin? Like 30 seconds. All right. Well, thanks for watching Matt and Andy with <laughs> yeah, Andy and Matt. Thanks for watching Matt and Andy I with really, Andy and Matt. We really want to do up. another one of these because yeah, we're definitely going to do another one. to talk enough about it. We really hope you like it. We really hope the wait, big moments wait. hit you in the same way that they hit us. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat. Don't forget Matt's Fet Life. Uh, it, his Tinder. Uh, yeah, my Tinder. I forgot what it was. I'm going to say another one. It's Big Daddy Donkey Dick 999 x 25 Okay, we'll check, catch you later. Check us out. Hit subscribe long. if you're watching us on YouTube. Check out our website, hybridproductions.com. Thanks. Bye. Tip your waitress. Tell your prostitute. Don't try. Cue theme music. Yeah, cue theme music. <laughs>